one day so I wrote this song I might make a little beat just to play along I broke down my weed and lit up my bong I'm on I'm on I've done some devilish things in my past I'm about to talk some shit and I just might flash if you don't like what I'm saying you can just kiss my ass and that's that this ain't for everybody understand please I let the dog off the chain released his leash this is a simple introduction for justice and the peace you are listening to another episode of justice and the peace today's date is October 13th 2021 boy isn't it a day it's, it's the day hasn't even begun but boy is this episode going to be an episode it's going to be an episode um you'll start to see smaller smaller changes and things in the um in the structure of my podcast because I am starting to um work on the programming and how everything is going to roll out as it improves and everything but some things will stay there and stay in place like the flowers yes the flowers will stay in place right where they always have been and will be will be for the remaining recording of this podcast and that is in the beginning of the show I'm getting a phone call right now as I'm recording so let me see what this is no one hold on hello Spam. Yes, I was about to stop my podcast and then re-record everything all over again. But no need to do that. Let's just move onward and upward. Um, Today's flowers. I want to give today's flowers to the Associated Press. Because um, on a couple of... uh, A few episodes ago, I was talking about watching just the local news and what bullshit and fear-mongering um, shit it is that they um, that they just pass on. I mean, it's fear, run, hide, buy a gun, take your medicine, have a heart attack, and die. And then hopefully uh, uh, your family gets gets the money for uh, your insurance plan. And if that doesn't happen, we got a number for that shit too. But excuse the background noise. I got some people outside uh, working on a tree in front of this place. Yeah, the Associated Press will get my flowers for today. They dropped some eye-opening, mouth-dropping stories that I believe need to be recorded, not just in the context of the time, but also within the context of history. One of the stories that they did publish that I find quite, quite interesting is the Pandora Papers. A lot of people have no idea about the Pandora Papers. They know what Pandora is. They've heard the term Pandora's box. But, do you know what the Pandora Papers are? I'm going to give you a second. I'm going to give you a second. It's not It's not those two things 
mixed together. It's not Pandora's box with the Pandora music surface with the terms of agreement that you sign to listen. No, it's, it's not that. It's not that at all. The Pandora Papers is some shit that they uncovered where they have found, and I mean, if you're black, if you're black and you listen to this podcast, this is not any new information to you. But, and if you, I mean, shit, it might be. I don't know what you do on your in your spare time. I don't know what kind of shit you do when, when your front door closed. And it's not my business unless you tell me or air that shit out. But the Pandora Papers. The Pandora Papers, Pandora Papers. I'm going to keep saying that shit until you fucking semen it into your head. If you're black, you already know this shit. But these papers, what they have revealed is that all of these 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 wealthy uh, 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 superstars and billionaires and millionaires, you see, they act like they're regular people. And they give a fuck about you and me and that they actually can bring themselves down to our level and understand exactly what it's like to struggle and what it's like to go through a hard time or some shit like that right now uh, uh, during the pandemic or not even during the pandemic within the last 20 years these Pandora papers put these motherfuckers way out on front street it has Shakira in it it's got a couple of other musicians in it I, I don't want to drop any I, I don't want to drop anybody's name off top that I don't know but I, I do know Shakira's ass is in there the Pandora Papers show that these wealthy people, just like in the movies, have been taking their money and putting it overseas in these offshore bank accounts and shit like that and just hiding their money instead of paying taxes on it. Now, if this was any other regular Joe Blow, they would have these motherfuckers in handcuffs and in jail right now as we speak. But I'm pretty sure Shakira woke, Shakira woke up in her mansion this morning. I'm pretty sure all of the people that are uh, indicted or, or, or cited in these papers woke up in their motherfucking homes safe, sound, secured, you know, with, with a butler or some shit like that taking care of them while me and you have to wake up. And do our 9 to 5 and follow the fucking law. And as soon as we break it, what do they do? What do they do? If you've ever been in trouble with the law, what do they do? They send you to jail and then they string you up with this program to tell you if you fuck up again, boy, are we going to fuck up your life. These Pandora Papers show us that this is not an equal playing field. Not for anyone playing the game, at least. Also... To the Associated Presses, to 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 their to to I mean this I got a few stories and I'm finna get on before I get on the big thing that I want to talk about. They also they ran a story about this college. I believe it's called the um, the Barra or the Barris College. Uh, I can't remember exactly what college it is, but there is this college. Here in the United States of America, you know, the United States, the states that, that, that have united themselves to work together for the greater good of this country, you know, those states, there is a college in one of our states that is now, they're not taking off, uh, they're, not, they're not taking in the poor, disenfranchised youth of our great nation, 
They're not taking those people in. They're not taking in the people who have systemically been placed in situations that place them at the bottom of a bucket with a barrel full of crabs on their forehead. They're not, they're not accepting applications or even considering these people for their college. Not at all. There's no money in that. Do you know what this college is doing? I'm pretty sure you don't because I'm about to tell your motherfucking ass. This college is taking in refugees. Not Americans, but refugees. Now, I remember watching this story just thinking to myself, we all grew up, I grew up in, 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 in two or three different neighborhoods, but in each neighborhood, we all had a track star, we all had a football star, we all had some smart dude or smart woman, uh, smart young lady that we said, man, this motherfucker gonna go to college. And in almost every single neighborhood, all of them people didn't make it to a college, not by their fault, not 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 by uh, 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 their parents' fault, but almost by intelligent design. That you could be smart as shit, but grow up in the wrong neighborhood, and if you're not chosen to be on this roster, you don't get the same equal opportunity in life as someone who's already kind of put ahead. But anyway, back to this college. This college is taking in refugees, which is not a problem at all to me. But they're taking in the Afghani refugees. Now, I don't have anything against any Afghani people or anything else like that. I don't really know that many Afghanistan people to say that I dislike Afghanistan people. But I do know common sense. Common sense tells me that if you go to some other country and start blowing shit up and killing kids and fucking shit up, that there might be one strong possibility that one of them might try to exact damage right back to you. This is a very, this is, this is a gambled situation that America is playing with for the outcome of some money because they're getting grants and monies and shit like that for letting the refugees come up over here to this country not only to live establish a new life go to go to college get get things that Americans their parents worked hard and hard that they worked their whole lives to get and still can't afford it but now since we fucked up your shit we're gonna help you up we're gonna help you out we're not gonna help out the black people who helped Built, who basically built this country? Who basically, on off the sweat of their brow, off the sweat of their brows, and the blood dripping off of their backs from getting beaten? We're not going. We we still not going to throw a bone to the black community. We are going to throw a frisbee with a bone attached it uh, attached to it across the fucking water to Afghanistan and help those people out who we know for a fact has a problem with this country. I don't know. Sounds kind of dumb to me. Fucking dumbass. Dumbass thing to do. We'll see. We'll see where the fuck that turns up in 10 years. Also, the last thing that's that's going for the Associated Press. <laughs> and this is this is the best one why I want to give them flowers. And they don't even know what story that they're sitting on. But this was the story that they ran. The story that they ran 
was that the healthcare workers, they're afraid to do their job. The, 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 the workers who work with the senior citizens and, and, you know, the mental patients, they're in fear because of the job that they do. Teachers are afraid because of the vaccines or because of the kids' vaccines. And all of these professions, even police officers, they're all quitting across the board. Everyone is quitting because they do not like to follow these new rules that have, put, that have been put into place. I'm highly agitated. These three stories piss me the fuck off. Um, my thing is the story that they should have ran is relief. That, that should have been the fucking story right there is relief. Now, when you get into the healthcare industry, you should automatically, I mean, I'm a stupid person, and I know this, you should automatically know that you are going to see some shit that you probably are not going to easily forget. When you get into the healthcare field, you are going to see some some beautiful things. I mean, even when you, okay, let's say you get into the, let's say you get into the healthcare field, and you only want to work child pediatrics some shit like that or newborns not all newborns are born healthy i know this for a fact because my son was not born as a healthy newborn and there were some kids in very dire situations around him while he was in the icu unit i know that from just being a fucking parent i would never become a health worker not a health worker i could help out like some old people but i can't like full on inject them and all that shit fuck that i can't do it i can't do it but if you sign up to do that as your fucking job you should know that some crazy shit may pop off if you sign up to take care of old people the definition of the work that you're going to be doing is almost right there within the description of the of the person or, or the people that you're taking care of. You're taking care of people from a completely fucking different generation than you are. Hell no, they don't see the world the way that you do. Especially when you're taking care of people who... You, you, you're taking care of people who have been around 80, 90 years. Have you looked at the landscape of this country within the last 20 years and seen the change? Or maybe... You've just been living in that internet bubble that you think is real fucking life. And you think you're going to show up and there's going to be some sweet old lady there being nice to you every day. That is not the case. You should do some investigation before, some investigating before you get your job. I am relieved that all of these motherfuckers who don't want to do their job are fucking quitting. Because if you don't want to do your job or you don't like your job do you know what you provide to the public you provide terrible service your quality to this whole country is terrible because you don't give a fuck about your job so you don't give a fuck about the next person i'm glad you're quitting if you're a police officer and you don't want to give people the, the 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 time that they need to actually get 
things out of their glove box and you haven't seen things, you just want to pull up to cars and shoot and you're scared that now maybe your pension might be taken away, hey, quit your job. If you are a healthcare worker and you don't believe in vaccines, that means you don't believe in science, which means you don't believe in your own fucking job. Quit your job. If you are one of these people who work in a rehabilitation center or take care of elderly individuals, if that is your job and you expect that, let's even say within 60 years, 60 years ago, the landscape of this country isn't what it is today. And I mean that uh, 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 literally and metaphorically. It, it this country has changed. The country is changing right now as I speak right now. I bet you if you come back to this podcast five years from now, the country's going to look way different than it looks now. But if you're taking care of these elderly people and this person is an elderly white person or even an elderly black person, you should expect, you should expect some slurs. You should expect a little bit of fight back. And even if they didn't grow up in those environments, their brain has been deteriorated. The same thing that's going on with your brain has already happened to their brain, you stupid motherfucker. That you think the thing got drunk? You think that they didn't used to party? You think the thing got around or been around the block, jumped off the porch? Everybody's life has a story behind it. You're not dealing with a blank slate that's just been a clock out. If you don't like, if you don't understand what it is that you're doing when you sign up to do your job, quit. Because there are serious, there are people who are out there who seriously want to help. Who seriously want to provide a very, very good experience for other people in this, in, in, in this life, in their lifetime. And what you're doing is you're passing that bad juju around and it just keeps going in a circle. Because when you show up to work with a fucking terrible ass attitude, you pass that shit to your co-worker. And your co-worker pass it to the next motherfucker. And then all of y'all motherfuckers go home with the same bad attitude and the shit just recirculates. I want to thank the Associated Press for at least understanding the value of the story. But I want to thank myself for go ahead and letting you motherfuckers know that I am relieved. Here we go with the fucking blower. I am fucking relieved that so many people, so many of these, and I hate to say it like this, you bitch ass motherfuckers finally got sick and tired of your job because most people just show up to their job for the check. That's all it's about. It's just the check. No one values what they do in their life anymore. It has no greater meaning. It's just a job. But that is not just a job. That is a, uh, uh, that is a public service job. And when you're serving the public, you can't serve the public shitty and then go back out there and expect the greatest service in the world. It's, it's, it's a reciprocal it's just, it's, it just goes around and around. Because some of you motherfuckers might not know what the hell I'm talking about. The, the chain just completes. It just links itself to another person and to another person. Until it doesn't stop unless you break it. It doesn't stop unless you break it. But I want to thank 
the Associated Press um, for running that story. All right, and now that the flowers is out of the way, this is going to be, um, um, it looks like a, a, a blower episode with the blower keep coming back and forth by my shit before I have to fuck go out here and flash on this guy. You know, I already blew over here. This is going to be um, one of my perspective piece episodes about something that I have been trying to verbalize for years and I finally think that I've got the 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 way to mend these these ideas that I've been shooting out there into the atmosphere together. One more blow, come on. What, what, what are we waiting for? Is that the mower or the blower? Okay, I have these two ideas, right? And people have heard me, if you've listened to the podcast, you have heard me talk about these two ideas. And the first idea being messaging. The messaging part. What it is that you continuously, here we go again. What it is that you continuously intake into your brain. It will change the messaging pattern on what your brain signals to your body and tells you what you should think. The second part of the, well, the sec, one of the other things that I've always talked about is how they integrate this shit. Now, these two things are going to merge. And I'm going to try to find a way to merge them together with a little less motherfucking, um, bullshit in the background so with that being said right now what i'm going to do is pause this give you guys a little advertisement or some shit like that i'm gonna come back after these motherfuckers is done making all this noise in front of my house so for me it'll be about 15 20 minutes for you probably about five seconds peace yo 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 and i'm back now the first part of this episode was recorded um on october 13th um, I recorded an additional, um, some additional content to follow up the first that you've already heard. But the second part, I decided not to release for the simple fact that I don't want to get everybody's panty, panties up in the bunch just yet. So, today's date is October, I think, 19th. This is almost a week later. Uh, let me see. Yep, today is Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. Well, guess what, people? Something miraculous has happened for all of you disbelieving motherfuckers, you. All of you naysayers. All of the doubters. All of those who have uh, uh, basically... Uh, counted me out. You know what today is? Six months ago, I told someone, I told a few people, I didn't tell everybody, it wasn't everybody's business, but I told a few people that I was going to stop drinking for six months. And boy, did they scoff. Boy, did they laugh. Boy, was it a joke. But you see, anybody and I mean anybody who is truly my friend and actually knows my heart and my soul understands that um, I like drinking. Most alcoholics do. I wasn't forced to stop drinking. 
I did it because I wanted to. It was a personal thing. I'm not on a bad wagon. I'm not on no bandwagon. I'm not on the wagon. I'm not uh, in no programs. I don't go to AA or any of that shit. I stopped cold turkey. And this is the cold part about me stopping. Is I stopped a few days before my birthday. And if anybody knows me that listens to this podcast, boy, do you know I get sloppy around my motherfucking birthday. God damn it, it's a fucking affair to celebrate for me. It is a tremendous event. But not this year. It's the first birthday that I actually spent sober. And it took some time for that to sink in to my brain that I have been here for 41 years. And since I've been 21 years old... I haven't set shit before 21. Let's stop playing. A lot of us started drinking when we were teenagers. You know? And it just gets worse when you could buy it yourself. But anyway, I haven't I didn't have a sober birthday until I was 41 years old. And when I had that reflection, I started to think about all the other holidays and all the other events and all the other get-togethers and all of the things that I have attended and alcohol was present and how many times I said no. And then I thought about the optics about that, about how people perceive my relationship with alcohol. That's what I'm going to talk about on this part of the episode is my relationship with alcohol it's a very very like most alcoholics relationship it's a very very um complicated situation very complicated you see i i i don't help the alcohol at all the alcohol wants nothing from me that's what i like I don't have to answer it. Excuse me, I don't owe it anything. It's always there. It never says no. (laughs) It never says no. It always agrees with you. It always tells you more. I love that part of it. But, I hated the side effects. I've been drinking for so long, I didn't even get hangovers. No, 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 no. It was when I stopped drinking when the issues started to occur. So it would be more, let's say, um, not wise or smart or, uh, uh, I don't know, per se, um, more along the lines of uh, functional my functionality and ability to complete tasks were so much more easier because the alcohol was already in my system and people didn't understand that so to keep the side effects and shit like that you have to keep drinking ask any real alcoholic and they'll tell you that shit (laughs) but when I went cold turkey I'm not going to lie. It was a bunch of bullshit for the first fucking week, I'd say. The first fucking week. But I also knew that that was going to happen. 
I knew that was going to happen. But I was talking about my love. And this is my hate. I hate the fact that alcohol has made people completely forget what type of individual it is that I am. I'm quite um I'm quite acute to most things and I mean I know I'm handsome and I'm not calling myself cute. <coughs> Excuse me but um I I'm not calling myself cute, but if you don't have a very very well-rounded vernacular, you might not be able to understand some of the pronouns and adjectives that are coming up out of my mouth right now, motherfucker. Some of you may have forgotten exactly how observant I am, how adaptive I am, and not only that, no one is supposed to say it, but I think I'm a pretty smart guy considering the circumstances, considering all that I've been through. The way that I talk and the way that I carry myself is nothing like my counterparts or my peers, nothing at all. But then again, we're all different from each other, and that's what makes us all individuals. Oh, gosh. I was really just, like, chilling, smoking a blunt, minding my motherfucking business. And started to get, uh, what would, what, what would one call it? Um... Let's just say, uh, because I don't want to give anybody any kind of motherfucking um, power because they don't have any unless I give it to them. Let's just say I got notification from a not too close family member that there is new rumors about me circulating in the family that I grew up in. There's new rumors about me. In the family that I grew up in, which doesn't make any sense, because I haven't been around these motherfuckers. They haven't been around my kids. I don't understand where this is coming from. And truthfully, I'm at the age and the point in my life to where I, I'm not going to lie. I care. I really do care about what my family says about me I do because they have kids and that shit gets around and it puts a smear on my name but at the same time I don't give a fuck what you say about me I know who the fuck it is I am you obviously don't know who the fuck you are if you got enough time in your day to focus on my light skinned narrow ass if you got enough time in your day to think up uh, some, just think up some of the craziest shit in the world to spread around about me, I can't even be mad at you. I must be doing something right. They say, they say you ain't doing nothing right if you ain't got no haters. I guess the hatred must start within the circle. So it must begin within my family. And, and truthfully, it, it's not surprising. You know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. It's crazy, 
deranged, outlandish motherfuckers in my family. And I'm not going to lie, about six months ago, I'd have been on the phone cussing every last one of these motherfuckers out associated with the smear campaign on my name. But truthfully, all I could do is just grin and laugh. That's all I could do. Nothing else. If you have an opinion about me and that's what you think, who am I to change it? Think what you want to think. I know I do. I know I have very, very, very bad things I can say about people in my family. Which I won't and don't. Because that's bad juju and bad energy you putting out there into the universe. If you listen to this podcast, I mean... Y'all already know I, I got a, a few things that 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 are basically uh, uh, lines in the sand for me. I really don't give a fuck what nobody does, as long as you ain't hurting nobody and you trying to make yourself happy. I really don't care. But when you start hurting people, and I felt like this was an attack, when you start hurting people, I believe. That the fucking hounds of hell should be unleashed on your dirty trifling motherfucking ass. But you gotta be easy. You gotta be easy. Like they say, you gotta you gotta pick your battles when you wage in the war. And I'm not even at war with some petty ass motherfucker talking shit about me and my family. When I know for a fact. That is just probably somebody very, very bitter by my fucking accomplishments in my life. And I, I, I mean, back to the beginning of this, this pod, not, not the first part, not the intro, but this one right here. My accomplishments are something that I never gave myself any credit for. And when you don't recognize yourself and you look for self-recognition in others, you'll never be happy. At least that's what I've learned. Until you can recognize your own greatness. No one else telling you you great. It's going to mean shit. Some people may be built like that. Some people seek. Like, I, I am a, I am a, um... I'm a people I'm a people pleasing I am a people pleasing person myself. Say that shit three times. I'm a people pleasing person myself. So I understand the gratification that you get from making other individuals happy and, and shit like that. I go all the way out my way to help a motherfucker out, make them happy and the whole little shit. But once you burn that bridge, I don't give a fuck. You can't come back. Cause I put myself out there. But like I was saying, I was just celebrating and thinking about all my accomplishments. And this one little quick blow. For, I ain't going to lie, for about five minutes, almost spiraling into some angry ass shit. And then I thought to myself, that's 
that's just uh that's just a that's a distraction from the goal life isn't about the destination it's about the journey and in this fork of the road of my journey right about now um no weapon formed against me shall prosper. I have done nothing wrong to anyone, so I fear nothing. The, the, the thing that I believe is something that most people cannot cope with or do not verbally say out loud is when someone hurts you, you should be able to tell them, that hey man you fucking hurt my feelings Or you fucked me up That shit was wrong You should be able to tell them that Instead we lash out Fuck you Fuck them Fuck that Fuck this You do, you go crazy K Tails in the hood nigga I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck I don't give a fuck It's just all fucks No fucks giving No fucks giving At this point in my life I can't even say that To my family I wish them all the best even the ones who don't wish the best for me. I really do. I truthfully really do. Because I know a whole lot more about, <laughs> about living and learning and existing than most people are even willing to try to acknowledge. Motherfucker, you doing baby steps. I'm in a marathon right now. A straight marathon. But. I truthfully. Feel. Um, that. Even after. This. Um, six month. Since this six month thing has happened. That. I was seeing so many people start to switch up halfway. People that I never thought would have switched up on me. I see a lot of people switch up. And then like three quarters in, that's when I really started to see all kind of claws coming out. All kind of shit, weird shit just fucking happening all around me I've had friends who I have told I don't drink anymore I'm not drinking right now still come over with beers with alcohol and that doesn't bother me I'm not that type of <coughs> I'm not that type of alcoholic but the thing is, what if I was? <sighs> Should I view that person as a friend knowing that they see me trying to get myself better and what they're doing right now could basically knock me off of where it is that I've put myself? Like a whole bunch of questions have happened within the last six months. A whole bunch of answers. 
have been, I mean, basically, for lack of a better word, <sighs> answered. I found my siblings. I found my dad. I learned so much more about the people who were in my circle. I learned so much more about them than I ever, ever imagined. Speechless about the new, just the new outlook. And I don't want to keep you guys on with this one because I'm not really talking about anything interesting. Um, but I just want to say this. I'm not on no bandwagon. I never said that I wasn't going to drink again. What I did say was this. And I'm going to say it one last time so everybody could understand this very, very, very clearly. Any past iteration or version of me, Justice Paul Lawrence Pongan Sr., that you either remember, have seen, keep that motherfucker right there where he at, okay? Keep him right there. Because that's where he belongs. That's all I ask of people. I'm not asking anyone to forgive me if they don't want to. I'm not asking anybody to forget anything. <coughs> all I'm asking, excuse me, all I'm asking is for people to expand. To understand that there is um, <laughs> so much more growth that has happened to me uh, I mean I would say over these six months but truthfully I believe the growth has been happening the whole time it's just been the simple fact that I haven't been able to use my vocabulary and I really haven't been that verbal I'm more of a recluse I stay to myself so this podcast thing is way way much more different than I am in real life I keep it short and sweet Unless I got something to talk about, I don't talk. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, keep the old justice right where he at. Okay, keep him. If you remember me from the pinks, I'm not that guy. If you remember me from the new views, I'm not that guy. If you remember me from... Shit, any place that I used to live, I'm not that guy. And this is what I mean by that. As I wrap this podcast up, and I have to remind you motherfuckers to like, subscribe, rate, hate, tell a friend, tell motherfuckers that I'm on drugs, tell motherfuckers that I'm a prostitute, tell motherfuckers that, um, that you can find me on Backpage sucking toes tell motherfuckers that um that i'm a mascot 
at Great America. Tell everybody that you saw me digging in the trash for used um, Keurig cups. Tell motherfuckers that um, to save money, I licked the salt off of Ritz crackers and put them back in the plastic. Tell motherfuckers that I'm so cheap that um, that when I go to the donut shop, I only buy the day-old donuts. Tell motherfuckers that I don't even eat Top Ramen. I eat the knockoff Panda Noodles. Tell them what the fuck you want to tell them, all right? <laughs> tell motherfuckers whatever you want to tell them. But make sure you tell them about the Justice and the Peace podcast. And also go to the Facebook page, like, um, leave a comment, um, do what the fuck it is you need to do. There's also a link on the um, Facebook page where you can leave a message. That is a new ability that I have now. You can leave a message. I can review your message. And um, if you okay it in the message, I will put you on the podcast with your message and your question or whatever. Um, like I was saying, the old justice has evolved, and he's not the same person. I'm not the same person. I'm not even the same person I was when I began this motherfucking podcast, because time has elapsed. So use your brain. As time moves forward, so, so should your comprehension and ability to understand that either you're going to be learning how to live or accepting that you're dying. Once again, this is another episode of Justice and the Peace. Peace.